your commuting home with Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis on 77 WABC. Well, we're back and uh, with us. Uh, by the way, this is a TriCast. This is AM 970 The Answer. This is WABC 770 uh, on your dial. And you know what you haven't mentioned all week either? That what? you're the number one show at 5 o'clock and what you number have done. Number one show. We the... have exceeded everybody. It's crazy. And that's not even including AM 970 or 107.1. So it's really incredible. And not, not including Canada and Northern Europe. Uh, and with us right now is uh, Dr. Peter Mihalos. And, uh, Peter, you know, Peter, how are we going to live till we'll be 110? Well, today, actually, uh, we, we were going to go over that on uh, the Sunday show. But today, I want to talk about something very important for the New York area, that we're really not prepared for mass casualty events. And right now, when I looked at a lot of these different protocols they have, and they all talk about staffing, supplies, increased capacity, and they keep revolving about the emergency room and staffing. And one of the problems is during COVID, we lost a lot of people uh, who uh, decided to retire early, or left for red states. And I want to propose that we need to start a program that'll cost what one airplane costs for the military to give 100 scholarships to each zip code in New York State to young students based on their decent grades and interview and volunteer work so that they can go into family medicine, nursing, and paramedic training, emergency training to address the shortage of healthcare workers that we're seeing here in New York, because if we have a mass casualty event, we could we couldn't even handle a uh, a, a flu a, a have, flu. Have uh, we pandemic. forgiven the thirty thousand nurses that got fired yet? No, a lot of them already left, and I'm seeing it in the community because I see record releases. I've had I've seen the most people going to other states. We've lost so many people to Florida, Texas, South Carolina. And one of the things, too, is communication for politicians listening out there. If the grid goes down, we should have satellite phones that communicate between police, fire, EMS, and hospitals and hospital leadership. One of the things you talked about is they keep you know, talking about nuclear, nuclear. I'm more worried about things like hypersonic missiles, which go at Mach 5, which could, which could actually take out the entire U.S. fleet in like 48 hours. And nobody likes to talk about it. But it would dis- disable a ship even if it didn't take it out completely. And you can't move your air force around the world with hypersonic missiles. And Russia has working hypersonic missiles. So we, we, we talk about nuclear, but in a conventional war, we have to worry about these things uh, as well, too. Moving on to some good news, hospitalizations are down 77% from January 20th when, and uh, for COVID. And uh, 90% of the U.S. population can now dra- drop mask orders. Monday, New York City, you won't need a vaccine ID to get into a restaurant or a dinner event. You still have to wear them on planes, trains, and buses. And Monday, March 7th, they're going to drop the indoor uh, mask order for uh, kids as well. And uh, we really need to get prepared for uh, we can't afford to go through another pandemic. We spend $11 billion to get us out of this. And remember that we have $30 trillion in debt. And uh, that's very... And Russia uh, has zero debt just about. Three hundred twenty-three billion and thirty percent of the world's gold reserves. So, you know, put it all in uh, on, in, in perspective. And on Sunday show, you're going to be talking about how you li- can live to be a hundred and ten. Yeah, we're going to be talking about some of the fascinating new things, including one of the things that one of the professors in California at Stanford's working on is young blood transfusion. We joke around about Dracula and vampires, but it turns out in mice when they took young 
blood from young mice and moved it into the older mice who had disease and problems, those mice started getting better. And they're going to start doing human experiments. There seem to be some proteins that help regenerate organs in young mammals. So uh, eventually it's going to be worked on with humans. And some humans actually go abroad. So if my son gave me a pint of blood and uh, I took it, then then I'll have uh, uh, certain... Uh, DNA or certain spi- uh, uh, tell us if, what it is. if we if you and I were mi- a mice then it would work but at this time it's only been proven in mice but the reality is that it looks like that might be something same thing with stem cells there's places like for example in Antigua there's a doctor uh, from Illinois who set up down there Chadwick Podromos who's actually a lot of well-to-do people some people we know and, you know, all kinds of people from, uh, you know, uh, janitors I know to billionaires gone down there and they've gotten uh, st- mesenchymal stem cells uh, infused right into their blood. And some people swear they improved their vision. Some people said their arthritis went away. So there are these things happening as we speak. It's not approved here in the United States, but it's something that uh, anti-aging medicine is happening as we speak. And they've also identified a gene called the apoe e-gene, and if you have it, you have a higher chance of becoming a centarian because they found it in the older people, and then they found another gene that you can get genetic testing now that tells you if you have a higher risk for Alzheimer's. So precision medicine, it's not just your routine blood anymore, your CBC, your chemistry. You'll be able to go in for genetic testing, which will tell you theoretically the things that you might be getting in your lifetime and telling you things you can avoid, just like women who have the BRCA gene. For uh, I thought cancer. you almost said avoid women. <laughs> no, I said the women who have the BRCA gene. No, women women rule the world. We know that. Happy wife, happy life. No, we all t- know talk, the rules. Talk about the BRCA that's gene, right. please. The BRCA gene is a genetic gene marker that's found in women who have breast cancer, and it can be passed on genetically. So when you know about it, you make that decision, just like some famous uh, actresses, as you may have heard about, decided to get what's called prophylactic mastectomy, where they have their breasts removed with reconstruction because they had that gene that said that they would have a 90 plus percent chance of developing breast cancer. And it's a decision, actually, some women quietly make. Isn't it better off to get examined every three months? Uh, Dr. Peter. No, yes, it's great to get examined. Get your during COVID, nobody went for mammograms. Get your mammograms, get your colonoscopies, and get Dr. tested and go for an annual physical. Dr. Peter Mihalos, I'll be I'll be glad to listen in on and and talk to you on Sunday. I look forward to living to 110. God bless you and God bless America. And thank you so much. Great, congratulations thank on you. being the number one show. Thank you. Uh, and uh, we got two minutes left, and I'm going to David Patterson. Well, what did you think about the MTA report that's going to be playing this Sunday? Well, I'm sorry I never got to work with Jan O'Lever. I've known him for 35 years. He's an outstanding leader of the MTA. But you'll notice that he did hedge on whether or not you could have police officers on every train and every police station, and so did Mayor Eric Adams. Now, $7 billion is a lot of money to pay for the uh, shields where you the train would pull up and you would then open the door. Well, no, no, no. It depends how much uh, political contributions they made. Well, but what I'm saying is there are some studies that are coming out that you wouldn't put those those in all the subway stations, but you put it in the stations that concurrently accommodate it. That would relieve the need for the police 
and the cost is far lower than $7 billion. Well, we got 60 seconds left. Uh, uh, Borough President Vito Pasella, any uh, uh, quick tidbits? No, I think the good news this week was eliminating the mask mandates for kids in schools. I think they should go and eliminate it for all kids. You know, I had the uh, privilege of touring my old alma mater, Monsignor Farrell High School. My boys, Dylan and Griffin, attended. And just ask the kids what it feels like after two years of masks. And they said it's amazing. So we should give these kids more freedom. We should keep moving in that direction. On the flip side, uh, as a couple of the guests talked about, was the price of gas and inflation combined are bad economics for people, hardworking people. We better fix it. Uh, Judge Weinberg, let's 10 all, seconds. Let's all pray for the people of Ukraine. Let's all pray for the people of Ukraine. But Amen. Also, people in New York and uh, people of America and Lydia Serrani. Slavo Ukraine. That means God save uh, Ukraine. Well, yep. God bless America. God bless the world. And uh, we'll, we'll catch us on Sunday.